0: The B2B Messaging Podcast, by Winter.
1: Welcome back to the B2B Messaging Podcast. Today we have Arshkrit Chowdhury, Solutions Product Marketing Manager at Fivetran. Arshkrit, thanks so much for being on today.
0: Thank you so much, Danny. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely. So we'll get right into it, get to know you a little bit better. How did you end up in product marketing? Why did you choose that path?
0: Yeah, thanks for asking that question, Danny. That's quite an interesting question for sure. And I think everyone that I hear answer this question, they say that it was mostly accidental. And my journey was something similar. I was actually always fascinated with marketing since my college days. And I kind of always thought that it was a creative path and something that I would want to perceive pursue in the future, so always had an interest in it. But when I actually started my career in Silicon Valley, I started off in software sales, but I also found myself being successful in software sales because I was doing a lot of things that marketers do, such as in my then 150-person organization, I always saw myself kind of doing things like creating pitch decks, or thinking about what kind of messaging or emails would resonate with customers, or just like thinking about working closely with demand generation, how can I influence their campaigns, and so forth. So by doing a lot of those marketing kind of activities, I saw a lot of success and traction in my sales career, which kind of as I grew in the role, then I decided to just transition into product marketing and hone on those skills.
1: So how is messaging currently being done at your company?
0: Yeah, great question. So a quick recap, I'm a solutions product marketing manager at Fivetrend. So at Fivetrend here, I want to talk a little bit about how our product marketing team is divided. So we're almost 15 of us here in the team. And we're divided amongst what you could kind of put as a segment or a customer section. So we have an enterprise product marketing team, then we have a core product marketing team, and then we have a solutions product marketing team in which I sit. So the enterprise product marketing team, as the name suggests, they kind of work towards creating positioning and messaging strategies with the goal of um, acquiring Fortune 500 companies as customers. The core product marketers are more closely aligned to, or traditionally, you can think of them as technical product marketers, and they focus on a product area or a feature set. And versus my role, which is the solutions product marketing role that I share with two other co-workers, we focus on use cases or how you can think about the jobs to be done with our product. And my primary focus is our second largest use case, which is the finance analytics use case and a few smaller use cases under that. So we actually do all the traditional product marketing, full stack product marketing functions end to end, but just the way our team is divided is kind of from a segment base.
1: Who comes up with the key messages that you want sent out to the market?
0: It is actually mostly the product marketing team that comes up with the messages that we kind of send out to the market but it is also in conjunction or cross functionally working with a lot of other teams such as content teams or say third party agencies that help us with like doing market research and user testing but then at the same time the content team kinds of help us like refine that to be in a manner that Kind of fits well in the website and things like that. So, I'd say all in all, it's the product marketing team that comes up with the messaging or the go to market kind of narrative of how we're going to position this product, depending on their focus area and which, um, and then specifically for my role. Since I work on finance analytics, I actually recently completed a whole messaging guide revamp or, you know, the projects or the jobs to be done that we should speak about when it comes to finance analytics. So that came from me. And then I help my DG teams to go ahead and incorporate that into a lot of different campaigns and assets and materials and so forth.
1: Who is it at your company that takes the messaging and turns it into website copy? Yeah.
0: Yeah i touched upon this a little bit earlier it is basically us that come up with that messaging guide so how it works is we first formulate a messaging guide and then from there we kind of decide on the narrative that we want to focus on and recently when we revamped our finance analytics pages we kind of came up with a copy and then worked in conjunction with our content teams to kind of refine that copy and get help with things like website best practices, the best SEO words to use, and so forth, and then come up with a finalized copy that then goes on the website.
1: How do you know that your messaging is working?
0: Yeah, great question. I think knowing how your messaging is working or I kind of have a different thought here. I think validating your messaging or positioning strategy happens almost like right from the start of when you start creating messaging or researching it. Um, I personally would hate to kind of create something and then realize that it doesn't resonate with my audience. So I try to do it right from the start. And I personally like to start by extensively researching So that's the first step, kind of going out in the wild and seeing how people are talking about a similar topic, what are experts saying about it, you know, where the gap is doing a lot of user interviews, prospect and customer interviews is kind of how I start researching about when I'm starting to develop a messaging or positioning strategy. And one method that I kind of extensively applied during my role at Alation was cross-referencing my messaging strategy before I kind of finalized it with industry analysts or subject matter experts. So we'd basically have two-hour consultation sessions with them where we'd kind of show them this is how we're thinking about it. This is how we're thinking of talking about, say, data governance. That's the space that I'm in. And they'd kind of give their opinions on, okay, so this is what resonates with me. This doesn't. So that is one piece of validation from those industry experts that I kind of highly believe in. The other piece that I believe in is testing with my core audiences, right? So both people who are going to be using my messaging, which is basically sellers or go to market teams. And then secondly would be people who will be on the receiving end of it. So my customers or prospects. So internally, we actually have small working groups that we formed with the sellers, or what we call them as pods, is with the solution architects, sales engineers, and so forth. Um, And then we kind of cross-reference with them that, hey, this is what's coming, this is what's developing in the pipe. Do you think this resonates with you? Or just have a conversation about what they're hearing in the market or what the customers are talking about, what's top of mind for them, what their challenges are, and kind of seeing if our messaging is close to that or not. And then the second piece is if it resonates with my customers or not, then I basically hop on a few customer calls and then try to see if it resonates with them or leverage platforms like user interviews or third-party agencies that kind of help us do some user interviews. Um, And then lastly, Something that I really like about what happens at Fivetran is every quarter, each product marketer is given a customer to do a case study with. So I think what that does is kind of brings us really close to customers and their challenges or how they're using our product, which kind of helps us facilitate that validation piece of if it's actually working or not with them.
1: Are there metrics you use to help you understand that your messaging is working?
0: Yeah, yeah, great question. From my solution perspective, I'm actually lucky that I work at a data analytics company and we measure everything. (laughs) So from a solution, from my solution perspective, we actually have a very detailed set of dashboards that kind of shows revenue trends for finance analytics. So things like new customers acquired, churn increased usage, decreased usage, etc. So a, a quick example of that I can give is, we recently actually saw kind of a decrease in HR software. We're also in the business of connectors. So we kind of saw a decrease in the usage of our HR connector services. And then that kind of gives us that analytics, just gives us a little bit of insight into what might be kind of happening there so that we can dig in deeper. And then we realized, okay, that might actually be a broader economic scenario that's affecting the usage of our connectors. So it gives us insights like that. So we have a set of very detailed dashboards that provide us with a lot of matrix. On the other side, from a qualitative perspective, we also do a deep dive into win-loss every quarter for our specific focus areas. So that actually acts as a forcing function to see, you know, why might we have like lost specific business or if it points to our messaging resonating better with the, if there being a gap in our messaging or does that kind of point to, you know, something that might be missing in terms of product features, etc.? And if we also kind of measure the flip side of that in terms of the business that we win and can revalidate or reassure that this kind of messaging or positioning strategy is working with our customers.
1: What are the ongoing activities that help you to improve and optimize your messaging and your positioning?
0: Great question. In terms of ongoing optimization activities that help me kind of improve or optimize uh, messaging is definitely following that validation or testing process that I spoke about a little bit. What we have is we have something called a product showcase every quarter. So it's a platform where we're showcasing the new features we're releasing or the new solutions we're releasing on a quarterly basis. So I often use kind of a survey mechanism in that presentation to seek validation from my customers. And it's you know, I'm glad that we get a handful of responses so that I can actually learn from them in terms of, you know, if this is resonating, if it's not, or get some comments from them in terms of the new roadmap that we have. And then the other side is definitely my recent revamp of projects and putting that out on our website, it helps me kind of track, you know, if there has been a his increase in website performance, or if people are clicking more on our customer case studies or not. So definitely checking those website matrix kind of, kind of helps me think about how can I optimize these strategies better. And if things are, first of all, it's definitely in terms of finding out if things are working or not through all this data that is available. And then secondly, it's taking corrective action.
1: How often do you make updates or changes to your messaging and positioning?
0: So it's definitely a heavier lift to kind of change messaging very often, but it's definitely messaging is obviously continuously changing, right? So it's obviously in this ever-changing world, it's like really important to be on top of it. We at Fivetran try to be more agile and revisit it once in every two quarters. So once in every two quarters, I kind of go back and then revalidate if things are still working, if our positioning strategy is still working or not, or if it kind of needs some change. Yeah, but we just did a full revamp. So I think it's pretty new for now.
1: So taking it a little bit more personally. Is there a launch or a product or a company that you had the most fun working on messaging?
0: Yeah, that's actually a great question. I actually really enjoyed working on positioning strategy. I worked at Intercom and I worked specifically more close to their Engage product. And I had a lot of fun working on that product in general and close to that launch. First of all, I really liked their voice or kind of their brand image in terms of how quirky they are or how it's a fun brand or a fun tone it has. So that was really exciting. But then at the same time, I also learned a lot during that launch in terms of managing a lot of different cross-functional stakeholder expectations, managing timelines, but then also making a big splash and at the same time having fun with it. So, yeah, it was definitely a fun launch.
1: So, Arshkrit, I appreciate you being on today. In your opinion, to become great at crafting messaging, what is needed?
0: It's a great and a tough question at the same time. For me, I actually hold this super close to my heart. This is a tip that I got from my previous CMO, Tracy Eiler she mentioned to me that you should always try to stay close to customers or always think about customers when when you're in marketing. And I think that kind of worked really well for me in terms of just being customer centric or every time I'm thinking about messaging and positioning, putting myself in the customer's shoe. And that's something that can, I think, help anyone create effective messaging genuinely. So whenever I am approaching putting something out there from a go- to market perspective I try to think about my customers challenges or, or my audience that I'm catering to and how how can they benefit from my product or how can I how am I solving their problem is what I think about. So that's one thing And then the other thing I'd say is definitely leverage the product marketing community. I'd say, This is definitely an upcoming community. There's so much to learn from so many different people. So I definitely leverage a lot of platforms such as Sharebird, the Product Marketing Alliance, Slack group, et cetera. And it's so fun because sometimes you can just connect with someone and have a coffee chat with them and then talk to them about similar problems that you're facing when trying to market better. And I personally have gotten a lot of insights from that.
1: Ashkrit, again, I appreciate you being on today. Ashkrit Chowdhury, Solutions Product Marketing Manager at Fivetran. Do you have any parting words of advice, any tips that have helped you throughout your career?
0: Yeah. So just a quick parting word of advice is I think it's always to be good to be a learner or be coachable and open-minded. So as a product marketer, I'm always learning about different products, about how I can market things better and about my customers' challenges. And yeah, I just be say that, be open to feedback and then be keen on learning.
1: Again, a pleasure to have you on today.
0: Thank you, Danny. You have a nice one. Bye-bye.
1: Have a great day.